Hi, this is the Business of Personal Training with Mark Nutting. And last week was a big week for the discussion of reopening America. And in phase one, uh, it is included that uh, health clubs, gyms, health clubs, uh, studios can open. And as of last Friday, today is actually uh, April 28th. As of last Friday, uh, Georgia allowed gyms to open. And everybody in the industry is talking about how that reopen will occur. And uh, I just wanted to discuss a few things as we go through this, uh, the process. Well, you know, first off, in Pennsylvania, which is where our studio is, uh, gyms are not in the first phase. You know, are going from red to yellow to green. Uh, the first phase uh, is not included, not including us. So we'll probably have a month or even up to two months before we'll actually open. The, uh, but you know, it, it's important to have that plan, plan in place, whether you're opening next week or, you know, a month or two from now, uh, to, you know, it's important to start really thinking through that process. And so here are some of my thoughts. Uh, first, as we're doing this, we want to make sure that as we reopen, it's probably going to be in, it will be in phases, stages anyway. We're not going to open to what we used to be. Uh, and first off, you, you know, you want to keep clear communication with your uh, members, not to, or your staff and your staff, not or uh, keep that communication open. Let them all know what's going on. And this brings up a point, which is not, it's not just what you do, but it's also the informing people about what you're doing. So uh, it's important that you do everything you need to do to, to make it as safe as possible for members to come back, staff and members to come back. Um, but it's not for them to come back. They need to know it. So it's not just what you do, but it's also their perception of what you do. So part of your job is making sure that they understand the lengths you've gone to make them safe in your facility. Uh, so, you know, let's run down kind of a list of things you can be doing. Uh, first off, you want to always want to encourage staff and, you know, your uh, members, clients to, if you're, if they're feeling safe, stay at home. Now's not the time to, you know, push through. I know I, I've been, uh, in the past, I would have said, you got a cold, come on in, it's okay. You know, we'll sanitize, we'll do all that stuff. It, 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 this is more serious than a common cold. And, and so really make sure that they understand that, uh, that, you know, now if you're feeling that way, take time off, make sure you're okay before you come back in. And you can even have, you know, as posted at the door, sort of a run down the checklist of symptoms. Do you feel, you know, you lost the sense of smell? Do you feel feverish? Do you feel, uh, those are all kinds of, you know, run down that checklist and just said, just so they can have that and go through that think, thought process. Because a lot of times, you know, they just, you know, I may feel down, but I'm not thinking about what symptoms I actually have. So get them to really start to think about that. I know some gyms, health clubs are taking temper temperatures right at the door of members. And uh, 
it's an interesting concept, you know, and actually some gyms are also not testing the members, but testing the staff. So they can, again, say that, you know, this is something we're doing. But, you know, as you do that, you know, first off, you can be asymptomatic and still be a carrier. So that it doesn't guarantee anything. Uh, envision lines of people standing, you know, six feet apart, you know, having your, your line staggered as somebody in a staff runs around with a thermometer. Uh, they do have neat ones that are, that are simply, you know, just hold it toward the forehead and you, and you can get an accurate temperature. temperature. Um, but that, that whole line thing and waiting to me seems like a, a detriment uh, without a lot of payback. So I, personally, I'm not on board with it, but again, there is that perception that you're going one more step. So maybe that will make some people, you know, whether it's, whether it's valid or not, it'll may make people feel like they're okay. You know, they don't have fevers. Nobody in here has fevers. Uh, I feel safer. Wearing masks, you know, I don't know what your current practice is, but you know, we're, you know, if we're out in public, we're wearing masks, you know, if we're going grocery shopping, we're, we're wearing masks. Uh, what are we going to do when we open our doors? Some clubs are making it mandatory to wear masks. Some clubs are making it optional to wear masks. Uh, I'm sure some don't, aren't wearing masks at all, but let's leave that alone. Uh, the, I'm not sure whether we'll, you know, our club, our studio will mandate wearing masks. You know, they're irritating, they're all that stuff. I anticipate that we will require masks. I think that's the prudent move. Washing hands, uh, clubs are having, having all members wash their hands before and some are having them wash their hands after. I'm not sure what after really does. Before is a good idea as they come in off the street knowing we don't know what they handled. You know, even no matter how sanitary our place is, as they come in, everything they touch could be contaminated. So having to wash their hands is, is great. It doesn't really work in our facility because we don't have a in-studio bathroom. Uh, there's, there's a shared one in a public hallway. We're in a historic building. And uh, so there, we don't have running water in our studio. We will have hand sanitizer and require hand sanitizer as people come in. Uh, again, I, you know, on, the, on, the, on the exit, I, I'm not sure what good that does the people does for the people in the room. Um, in the clubs that have, you know, HVAC systems, the you know they're increasing the, the circulation. They are changing the filters more frequently. Great idea. Uh, we don't. Again, we're in a historic building. We can't do that. And maybe you can. Maybe you can't. If you can, it'd be great. You know, just keep keep the air filtering more frequently. Uh, obviously, the cleaning schedule for everybody has has ramped up. It was ramping up before we had to close. And the, the key is to make sure that it uh, we're not letting up. You know, we're just as diligent, if not more so than we were before we closed. And so, but again, you want to make sure that this is not something you do behind the scenes. You want to clean things in front of them. You, you want to uh, assure them that, that their equipment will be clean that they, and then have them clean it as well afterward. And you'll clean it before the next uh, class or, or next client. 
So th that is all clean. A bigger cleaning schedule for your bathrooms, for your, for uh, any surfaces that that get touched frequently, doorknobs, all that. that uh, the uh, floors themselves, people will lie down on the floors, make sure that those are extra clean and cleaned frequently. Uh, even your your cleanser, your disinfectant, uh, you might want to step up the strength of that. But it, make sure that your people also know, your people being staff and uh, members, clients, they all are aware of what your cleaning schedule is. And so that they know that it is you're being diligent about that cleaning of equipment and everything else. You know, uh, a water fountain. We don't we don't have one. We have, we always have people bring their own water, or we we sell uh, water as well, bottled water. But the you know for those people who have public fountains, I I would I have to say I would probably close that right down. I wouldn't use those. That's just everybody going to one place and, and sticking their face in there. I uh, shut it down and really encourage people to bring their own water, their own water bottles. Along with bringing their own, I, you know, mats are, uh, most mats are non-porous. And, you know, you can clean them fairly thoroughly, but, you know, that's, People's faces are down in the mat frequently, and uh, I think it would be also prudent to have them bring their own mat. If they have a mat, a yoga mat, whatever it is, uh, have them bring their own. They're gonna be much more comfortable with that. The spacing, of course, is a big deal. And, and spacing in the equipment, in where they stand in the room, and we, have, we do personal training and, uh, group fitness. But just imagine your group fitness room or a small group training room or uh, where you have multiple people or even just your fitness floor. How far apart are you going to have the equipment? The, you know, of course, the, we, we, we all hear about the six foot distance. But you may want to, I mean, if you have and can give more room to things, you should because if people are moving in and out, you know, that six feet turns into two feet, turns into whatever. If they move toward each other during a particular movement, if they're doing side lunges and, and they're off, you know, so think about keeping them six foot no matter what they do. Um, so spacing equipment, we will probably only in our classes, probably only, we'll do a little less than half probably of of the number of people we, our capacity is, we'll probably do a little less than half of that uh, to make sure that we give ample room for, you know, everybody. The other thing is, is that, you know, when we use equipment in class, I, you should be setting the equipment out for them, not making them get their equipment. We generally, clubs, studios, we generally have one place where all the equipment is. All the mats are over there, the weights are over there, so that everybody going to get them at the beginning of class are all going to the same place. So you wanna preset what they need ahead of time. And then when they're done, they clean the equipment, but they don't take it back to that central location. Either they leave it in place or you can have them push it off to the side, you know, but not back to a central location. Uh, 
as you do this, and I was talking about making, making sure that you let people know what your cleaning schedule is and everything else, but you also want to let them know about all their different rules. Signage is going to be huge. They need to know what you expect of them. And to have the signs that say, do this now, do that, you know, uh, a big sign if you're going to do washing hands or you're going to uh, have hand sanitizer, put that, you know, have a big sign next to the hand sanitizer say, you know, this is part of what we do now, you know, sanitize your hands first, then go to your station, set yourself up and uh, get ready for the class. Uh, but you can also, if you want, if you have traffic zones and you want people to go a certain way, uh, it, it actually grocery stores are doing this now, they, you know, as they line up and they take people through, at least in our neighborhood, uh, the, they're actually, they've taped off arrows and the line starts, you know, around this corner, you go this way and around a couple aisles. Uh, and they also have six foot marked off. So wait here until the next and, and you progress. But that signage makes it easier for them. And you, you want them to be comfortable in knowing how to act and how, what to do. And the best way to do that is to tell them, okay, this is how we do this. For your safety, for your, everybody in here's safety, uh, these are the guidelines we're to follow. And if it means following the arrow, you know, follow the arrows. Uh, then of course, you know, there's, there's no touching in class and we're, our, our particular group is, uh, we're very high five, you know, get in there. Uh, uh, people will hug each other after classes and, and it, you know, it's, we can't do that. But don't lose out on the, the camaraderie. You know, if it's, if it's virtual high fives or high fives from across the room, throw it out there. Uh, do what you need to do to keep them energized, to keep them connected too. Uh, in keeping connected, I talk about this other times too. It's not really about reopening. It's, it's what we're doing while we're closed. But the idea of keeping them connected, we do a, a, an online Zoom social hour. We have, actually, it's cocktail hour, achieve a cocktail hour uh, on Friday nights. And people get a chance to get together with other members. And, you know, it, the idea of loyalty to the club is important. But one of the things that keep people loyal to the club is, is the connection they have between other members. So your job is to keep them connected. And so when they're in class and not able to give their high fives, make sure that they all are sort of cheering each other on. Uh, and everybody is connecting, at least at that point, with the other people in the classroom. Uh, now, for us and for many of you, all we can do at this point is sit back and, and see how things play out. Uh, as far as, you know, making a move. But in the meantime, we should all be going through these guidelines and really thinking to ourselves, how am I going to do this? What can I do? Uh, and how, how do I set this up? How do I make it happen? And do as much as you can to be ready for, the, for that call. <laughs> yay, yay. The, that call that'll uh, get us back into a, a progressive reopening. Uh, you know, even as we do open, it will be in phases. We, you know, uh, it will not be soon that we have, are back to a full capacity class. You know, not, not because people aren't coming, but because we 
people are still going to be uncomfortable about being packed in a room. So, you know, plan for that. And in doing that, you know, we certainly plan on continuing our virtual, you know, our live streaming classes. And actually, we'll be live streaming the classes we're holding in person. Uh, we'll continue to live stream those. So everybody's sort of there together, but there'll be a lot of people who aren't ready. Uh, but the key is for you to be ready. So uh, make those plans, get ready and good luck. This is Mark Nutting in the business of personal training.